Right, okay. Um, welcome to the first ever episode of Thoughts, Feelings, and Emotions, hosted by me, Daniel. Uh, <laughs> I've basically wanted to do a podcast for the longest time ever, and I have no structure this. I have no plans. I just want to talk about stuff. And I thought maybe the the internet would be a good place to go. I know. That's probably going to be a mistake. <laughs> anyway, um, basically, uh, it is the 19th of April 2019. And that means there are only five days now, more or less, until Avengers Endgame comes out. And fucking hell am I excited about this movie. It is going to be one of the biggest movies of all time. I'm going to see it at midnight, um, Wednesday night into the Thursday morning. It is a three-hour-long movie. And holy crap am I going to come out of it just pumped. Like, I... I didn't start on the Marvel train um, at the very beginning. Like, I got on board when I watched Iron Man, but I did not watch Iron Man um, in cinemas. I think the actual first Marvel movie that I saw in cinemas was, uh, I think, Iron Man 3 or... um, Age of Ultron, and, but I had seen the other Marvel movies on TV and, uh, on DVDs and renting and everything else, like, I watched the first, uh, Avengers movie in my room on my TV after renting it, I think I rented it, I can't remember if I downloaded it illegally i did not say that for legal reasons uh uh, (laughs) but yeah i um i remember watching the first avengers and to be honest it was a little overhyped for me i know that's going to be a controversial opinion especially when i follow it up with i actually like age of ultron more than the first avengers movie um (laughs) and boy howdy am i gonna cop a lot of hate for that But just for me personally, Age of Ultron is a faster-paced movie, and I appreciate what the first Avengers movie did, but I had that spoiled for me before I even watched it. Like, I knew what happened um, in it. I'd heard people... Because I wasn't really into Marvel at the point of the Avengers' initial release. It was only me... uh, going and watching Iron Man and Iron Man 2, which, by the way, I watched, uh, recorded from the TV, and I was very young at the stage, and every time it was on TV, it was 9pm, and my bedtime was before 9pm. That is how, um, bad, uh, badly I wanted it to watch it. I got my parents to record it on their, uh, recording device from the TV, and I sometimes even stayed up for, like, half an hour watching the first beginning point of... The first 30 minutes of Iron Man. Um, because I don't know what that was. <laughs> um, b- 
but yeah. And honestly, the first Iron Man movie just basically infatuated me with the Marvel universe. Um, and it basically pushed me into a lot of the directions that I wanted to go. Iron Man in general is my favorite superhero now. Um, and I basically went into the, like the whole point of business um, as a direction because like I am <laughs> fucking hell I was told not to do like ums and lights and uh, things but fucking hell it's so difficult not to <laughs> anyway back to my point um like I am <laughs> fuck I just did it again sorry uh Iron Man is just such a good it's my favorite Marvel movie of all time and from every scene, it Robert Downey Jr. just exudes cool, and <laughs> it's so hard to put into words why I love that movie, and for me, going back to my earlier points of why I like Age of Ultron more than the first Avengers, is because for me, the first Avengers movie, if you go, it, it's a masterpiece in what it did in terms of bringing everyone together and actually keeping it coherent, making it work. But if you go back and watch it, it does drag for the first, like, 45 minutes whilst it's setting everyone up. And that is not a fault of the movie. It is just a fault of my attention span. Um, and the Age of Ultron is basically fast-paced from the very beginning. You go from the fight in uh, Sokovia to the party scene and then you get the Ultron fight then you go from the Ultron fight to the Hulkbuster fight and then you go to the Sokovia fight and whatnot and I just enjoy that movie a lot more um I understand why people like the first Avengers more but for me personally I like Age of Ultron more than the first Avengers movie I like a lot of the other Marvel movies a lot more than the first Avengers movie. I I just didn't have the hype built around it and the nostalgia. Um, like I said, I watched it in my room uh, on my TV, and that was basically my experience. I had some burnt popcorn <laughs> because I left it in the microwave for too long. And really, I wasn't really on board of the Marvel Cinematic Train until I think Iron Man 3, where I went... Also, going back to... Sorry, I, I just remembered. Basically, another reason why I love The Age of Ultron was because when I went and saw it in cinemas, it was my day off from school and work. And, well, I don't think I was working at the time. I think it was just a day off from school. Uh, and I went to the cinema during the middle of the day, and I went in, and it was empty. And I had the whole cinema to myself. I missed the first two minutes because I went to the toilet beforehand and I think they just assumed I'd walked in and just played the movie because normally they play ads. But So I was like, oh, I can go to the toilet real quick and just pop in, pop out, and they'll still be playing ads. But I think because I was the only person in the entire cinema who'd been in to the cinema complex uh, where I lived, I think they just decided, ah, fuck it, we'll play the movie for him. And so I missed, like, the first two minutes because I had to go to the toilet. But even then, 
I think I walked in as that shot of the Avengers all grouping up and doing that uh, scene where it's just in the, I think it's in the trailers, where they're just, it's Hawkeye, Hulk, Iron Man, Captain America, Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Witch? Scarlet, <laughs> Scarlet Johansson, um, Black Widow, there we go, <laughs> got there in the end. <laughs> um, basically all lined up and it's the big selling, it's the big moment of that movie um, before you get the other big one where it's everyone uh, standing around that thing and it's zooming around everyone but it's that first first moment in the film where you go okay, this establishes it this is the moment but yeah, so the Marvel Cinematic Universe has been a big part of my life because I think I started when I was around 10-ish 10 or, twi- 10 or 12 uh, when did Iron Man come out? Iron Man came out in 2008, so I would have been 10 when it came out, so maybe 12, because it would have had to come out on TV, so, yeah, more or less 12, I'm now 20, uh, turning 21 soon, in fact, turning 21, uh, the day, day after, uh, Spider-Man Home, uh, Homecoming, Far From Home, Far From Home comes out in cinemas, so, uh, Spider-Man is July 7th, so July 8th. Um, another movie that I'm looking forward to, apart from, uh, aside from uh, Endgame, which, again, coming out real soon, and I, I just don't know what's going to happen in that movie. Because, uh, like, I don't know what where they're going to go, because... I know a lot of the actors' contracts are running out, and I assume, and I, I dread the day because, like I said, Iron Man is my best bud in terms of superheroes. <laughs> um, I just don't want him to die, and I have the horrible sinking feeling that he is. Spoilers for Infinity War, but when he gets stabbed in the chest by Thanos after that massive fight that they have on Titan... Holy shit, did I nearly cry when Iron Man gets stabbed in the chest. He, oh, the whole moment I was so panicked that that would be the end. Because I knew, I didn't know if they were going to kill him off in that movie and then have all the Avengers rally up to the point. And now looking back in hindsight, I get where they're going because the original six Avengers are all still alive and it would be their swan song um and a lot of the newer characters like black panther and spider-man and the falcon and scarlet witch and the vision are all gone but they will come back uh the one downside to following movie news is you know that people aren't going to stay dead forever um, but I mean, I still go for the ride, even if I know that they're gonna be alive. Um, that m- feeling inside of you that goes, "Yay!" and then you can go back and like. Uh, for me, the Last Jedi is the perfect example of this because I've not been a big Star Wars fan. Uh, I like the original trilogy, I like the prequels, because I was young enough when the prequels came out that they appealed to me, 
uh, I don't hold much nostalgic value to the prequels and the original trilogy. I watch them in order, so like from prequels to original trilogy, so I watch the prequels first before I even watch the um, original trilogy, and I guess it makes sense in the long run. Some of it doesn't. Some of the acting in both uh, trilogies are bad. And some of the points you can argue that the original trilogy isn't that great. Um, but I like the new Disney stuff. Uh, I didn't really love The Force Awakens. Because I don't, again, it was a very nostalgic uh, go back to the original trilogy. Do you ignore the prequels? That sort of uh, get everyone back on board with why you love Star Wars. Um and then you had Rogue One, which I enjoyed quite a bit. I know it had a troubled production, and I would have liked to see that version a bit more than I uh, enjoyed the one that we saw in theaters. Um, but The Last Jedi, I absolutely loved, uh, because it was just new. Star Wars had been so built up in my mind from a very young age and the whole uh, fan base around it um, was always a weird one to me like everyone loved it or was indifferent basically no one hated Star Wars except for the prequels it was a very weird point to be like I'd watched them, I know people who haven't watched them, and I know people who love them, uh, and absolutely despise The Last Jedi, because it changed what the Star Wars movies were to them. But I don't genuinely see The Last Jedi as a, a bad movie, because it hates the original trilogy, um, 4, 5, and 6. But I see it as a love letter to those movies and a lot of the new stuff it brings. Like, it's not a perfect movie by all means. Like, I understand. I don't like the Canto bite bit. It seems a bit heavy-handed and a bit forced. The fuel stuff is a tired, not tired trope, but a unnecessary trope. But for the point of the movie, it makes sense. Like... You can look at a movie and if the plot entertains you and grips you and stuff doesn't make sense afterwards, but the initial enjoyment of the movie is pure and enjoyable and it doesn't bother you that in the moment, if it's like, Batman v Superman is the best. <laughs> okay, I'm going to another movie. God, I've got so many movies to talk about. Um... But Batman v Superman is the example that I bring up when I say a bad movie in terms of how you feel. Because Batman v Superman, you go through so much uh, bullshit, basically. <laughs> and the whole uh, film, I was, I was hating the experience whilst I was in there. Uh, another movie that I did with this sort of thing was Elite Battle Angel. God, that movie sucked. That took the top place for me, hating 
a movie, but more people saw ba- uh, Batman v Superman. So actually, not many people. Actually, no, a lot of people did. They made quite a bit of money, but not enough to be a justified box office success for Batman v Superman, <laughs> which is funny. Um, because it made what like nine hundred million? No, it made seven hundred million or something. I don't know. I don't care enough to look at the box office. I know it didn't make a billion, which funny enough, Aquaman did, which was an all right movie. Um, but yeah, Batman v Superman. When you watch it, you don't enjoy a lot of it because you have. I I I think this is the thing I'm trying to get to. I think this is why people don't like the Last Jedi. Because you've had this law, and they've changed it to fit the world of the movies. Like, Superman's dark and gritty, Batman's dark and gritty and kills people. Uh, Wonder Woman is just there for some odd reason. They, for some odd reason, have Lex Luthor be the one to put the logos for all the superheroes and the folders all the dumb stuff about batman v superman and the fact that god becomes doomsday and lex luthor is a weirdo all of those sorts of changes that if you'd established and built up in the lore um like doing not copying marvel but doing movies beforehand building up an established branding not just going from one movie in 2012 man of steel to 2016 four year gap going to batman v superman introducing a new batman introducing wonder woman introduce it's just a clusterfuck of a movie and if you want to do anything uh like that you got to establish it that's why marvel did it so well cuz they had iron man hulk iron man 2 4 Captain America, then they went into the big ensemble characters, but they'd also introduced Hawkeye and Black Widow in 4 and Iron Man 2 respectively, so you had a basis for all of the characters. You didn't have to do all the groundwork of them essentially all their backstory. That's why it works. That's why people enjoy it. That's why Batman v Superman is just such a weird mash, because you had so many plot lines smashing into each other and they didn't make sense, because Batman was killing people, and if you'd established that in the movies previous, you wouldn't have had such a jarring, um, jarring clash when you watch the film. But The Last Jedi, I think I can see why people don't like it, because it doesn't, it it adds a load of new things and changes a lot of new, like, the whole, why can she drive the spaceship into the other spaceships through the hyperdrive i think it's hyperspace hyperspace hyperdrive thing the force i I don't get the whole hate of the force um projection thing because force ghosts exist so clearly the people can project themselves in star wars lore also obi-wan kenobi dies by turning into a well he just disappears you don't actually see him die by the hands of Darth Vader you just see Darth Vader swipe and then his coat falls down and then he becomes a force ghost so it is entirely possible for Luke to force project himself like logically across the galaxy to where they are 
to then give them a distraction long enough so that they can escape. But it also exerts so much from him that he then just disappears and becomes the fourth ghost. I imagine it's going to happen in the next movie. We got a trailer recently. It was all right. I don't love it. Don't hate it. But I'm, again, indifferent to Star Wars. But going back to <laughs> the Endgame um, Marvel stuff, I do. I just, I just, I don't know what I'm going to do when that movie comes out. Because I'm going to see it at midnight, like I said before. Uh, I'm going with my best friend. And we are, well, <laughs> at the moment we're tricking our other friend into going to see it in 3D in another uh, screening. Because we initially didn't invite him because we didn't know he was going to be able to go and I was pre-booking tickets because I knew that they'd sell out quickly and guess what they did um and so I just wanted to go with my friend I asked my friend if he wanted to invite the other one and he said no um so I was like okay fine I'll just do two tickets and then we uh were chatting about it on playstation and he happened to overhear the conversation and then self-invited himself so we just kind of played a trick on him and put him in the other screening because we're going to see it in 2d he's going to see it in 3d next to two random strangers because fuck you for trying to muscle in on a thing that we didn't invite you to because you are the worst person to go see a movie to because you chat during a movie in a cinema like fuck you <laughs> i don't want that especially for endgame because you haven't seen a load of the other movies in the Marvel Universe and you'll ask questions and I don't want that, especially for the first time I'm seeing the movie, which is why we initially wanted to invite you to the second screening if you're watch listening to this, because we didn't want to have to deal with all the questions during the movie. And even if you promised to sit quietly, you wouldn't. <laughs> but yeah, so that's why we're doing that to him. Um, not because we don't like him or anything, it's just because he's not a good person to go to the movies with. Because <laughs> we went and watched uh, Tomb Raider uh, when that came out, and uh, he was just chatting and all of that. And oh, It's just the worst when people talk through movies. It's also bad when people have their uh, phones on, and we just, uh, I just don't want to go through that, especially for the end, well, th not the end, but the climactic end of all of the characters that you love in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I kind of jumped on the train a little late, but I have uh, grown to love it a load, and it's just, it's just a fun, it's just a fun turn your head off, just watch them, enjoy them, go back and watch them again, I have the uh, unlimited card, and when I go back to work, because I'm off work for the week, uh, that the Avengers is out because I have a load of stuff to do and I just decided, fuck it, I'll take the whole week off because it's Easter Sunday and I get the days off Friday and Monday anyway. But uh, all I really wanted to do was just go and see the movie because I, 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 would, I, would, I always wanted to be one of those people who speculated and thought of outside the box and could predict what would happen in movies, but I hate doing that. I, I watched a load of the theories for The Last Jedi um, when they were coming out and everyone was speculating and all the stuff about Snoke and everything. And I just thought, 
Why do you want to ruin the movie for yourself? Why do you want to predict everything? Because everyone was so disappointed in Snoke just dying without any explanation. And you were like, oh, there's no backstory. And why is he this powerful guy? Everyone kind of forgets, though, that the Emperor really didn't have any backstory uh, in the original trilogies. He just He's just there. And then in the last one, he basically gets killed by Vader. I, trust me, I haven't seen the last... Uh, I haven't seen Star Wars in years. Like, the, the older ones. I've watched the new ones when they came out. But I think I watched the original trilogy. Oof. With the prequels, because I watched them... I probably watched them all in a row when I was off on holiday because I was in s uh, off from school. And we had the DVD set. But I reckon I haven't watched the original, like, six movies in about six years, probably. Same with The Lord of the Rings. I haven't watched any of them in ages. Because why would you... I don't see the point in going back to them. Unless, like, I watched them all for some sort of big thing. Because I was going to do the whole watch all of the Marvel movies before Endgame. But I just... I don't have the time. I really don't have the time to watch 22 movies now. Uh, I think the total time for it is 56 hours if you watched all of the Marvel movies in a row. And fucking hell, I don't have that I don't have that much time. I have time, but I don't want to dedicate it to watching all of those movies again. I'll watch the ones that I enjoyed a lot, so Iron Man, Age of Ultron, for Ragnarok, all of that sort of stuff, Infinity War, Spider-Man Homecoming, all of the good ones I'd say I'd watched multiple times. Like, I've watched, I'd say I've watched a lot of the Marvel Cinematic stu Movie stuff once, and then I've watched a lot of the other stuff multiple times, because I just enjoy the movies that I've watched multiple times. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> I think that's enough chat about movies, well maybe I'll go back to it but I think, I just want to talk about some other stuff really, like I go to the gym a couple times a week when I go to work because uh, for reason's sake, basically I get up really early to then drive to work and then get to work incredibly early so that I can then go to the gym before work so I can do a little pre-gym workout get a parking spot because if I go to, if I get up at a later stage, I sit through about an hour's worth of traffic, whereas if I get up earlier, I basically skip all the traffic, because where I live and where I go to work, there's two sets of traffic, you've got the traffic coming out of my town to where I work, and then you've got the traffic around where I work, so I basically get to work uh, just before all of the big traffic uh, congestion happens and I get out of my town before all of the traffic congestion happens. So I do that and then I decided, well, I don't want to be sat in a car park for an hour and a half. <laughs> so I decided, fuck it, I'll go to the gym before work. And I like my gym. My gym's fully equipped with a lot of stuff and I do a load of workouts, I'm not going to go into details because no one cares, uh, but 
What I do want to discuss is why do old people feel the... Why does anyone in a gym feel the need to show off their manhood? You, like, why? I don't want to see it. No one wants to see it. Why are you not covering it up? Just, please, can someone give me a reason? I know old people have lost the will to live, and they're just going through the motion and whatnot, but I don't want to see your fucking dick. And so many people, I don't know if it's just the people in that gym or when I was in the, my previous gym where I lived, um, but I was just going in at more reasonable time where there were less old people. But why do old people feel the need? Because, essentially, I've gone to that gym for about six months, seven months now. And every time, there's always these people who get around, get into the gym around the same time as me. And I have no... I have shame. So I don't want to get undressed in front of other people. Because there's a little changing room. So I'll just go into a little changing room. If there's a way for me to avoid having to get into a situation where people can see me naked or in like and not shirtless or topless or okay i'm not I'm okay i don't have a problem i'm quite skinny i'm actually i'm not fat i don't have a problem with fat people i think fat people should try and get skinnier because it's better for your health but that's about it if you're not gonna do it then i don't care but uh, like i was saying why i i have no real problem with my body but I don't feel the need to show it to other people and I don't see why other people would want to see it unless I'm in a situation where it is important whatnot. but for old people and people at the gym they just seem to walk around and show it off even though it's not very good and I'm not looking but you can tell because they're old it's not going to be good the, the thing I find strange, though, is old people have the towel over their shoulder, but they still have the trou no trousers, no pants, no, no shirt, just the towel over their shoulder, and they're just walking, walking through, the, walking through the little changing room areas, from the showers to the benches where you get changed into the lockers. I don't, I, I just don't just don't want to see it <laughs> it annoys me because you can't just go up to someone and go hey dude i don't want to see your dick can i not see your dick it's very early in the morning i don't want to see your dick just why don't people cover up in public places i know it's a changing room and you're gonna have to get but just tie the towel around your waist pull your trousers down give yourself a shield when you come out the shower Put your towel around your waist. In the moments where you're cleaning it, I guess you can move the towel. But then you can still cover it up a bit with the towel. Why Why do you feel the need to show people? Why do you have no shame? I know you're old and you don't care anymore because you're going to die soon. But what reasoning is there. I think when I'm fucking 80 or whatever, I'm still going to be in the same situation as I am now, where I just don't feel the need to show it off in public. <laughs> like, it's not shame, it's not I even when 
I'm old. I don't think I'd do that. Because I still have so much... Not anxiety, but I don't want to... I just don't want other people to be inconvenienced by me. Because I don't think anyone wants to see my dick. Unless they want to see my dick. But that's not going to be in a public place. It's just a weird thing to me. Anyway, moving on from that little rant. Uh, another thing that I do in life that I don't know if people have any real attachment to is actually I don't know where I'm going with this <laughs> that's a weird point to go into I just didn't have a point to go into uh, I do listen to other podcasts so that's one of the reasons I wanted to do a podcast I know a white person wanted to do a podcast white straight dude wanted to do a podcast who doesn't want to listen to my opinion on that on things like there is no structure to this and there may not be for a while please help me give me some topics that you want to listen to like i had some ideas for topics um let me just get my phone out and read some out to you see if you actually want <laughs> to listen to any of these things because I was, I don't actually have a, I don't have a plan for this. This podcast is called Thoughts, Feelings, and Emotions because it's just something I said at the end of uh, movies whenever me and my friend go. Because I'm like, what are your thoughts? What are your feelings? And what are your emotions about the movie? That's why I wanted. That's why this podcast is called this. But I just, I don't have a structure to these sorts of things, and. L let me just read out, because I wanted to do just my thoughts and feelings and emotions on things. So I had some ideas. So I had the internet depresses me, where I find a weekly news story or something that has basically been very depressing. <laughs> and I try and make fun of it or lighten the mood or just really go into a deep hole about why this has been a depressing piece of news then i have nobody cares about your comments that i was thinking was a fun uh segment idea where if people leave comments i read them and then just don't give a shit of what you say or try and give a shit about what you say the ironic twist of nobody cares about your comments and then I care about your comments because fucking hell I care about people uh, opinion on me way too much uh, fight me on this is another segment that I had um, it's basically where someone writes in a very strong or if I've said something that I have a very strong opinion on uh, like Marvel movies DC movies the fact that Alita Battle Angel sucks so much and it is the worst movie I have ever seen. I will get into more detail on that whenever I do a podcast titled Alita Battle Angel. You will know. And I will shred that movie to kingdom come. Uh, but yeah, like I said, uh, Fight Me On This would be a topic where I have a very strong opinion. And you have a very strong opposite opinion. And I get you to write in your arguments for your thing or against my thing and I will try and debate you on it in a reasonable manner 
and we try and have this sort of I can see your point, you can see my point sort of conflict, maybe. I don't know. I haven't really thought of the structure. I just thought of the name because I like thinking of names for things. Like I have because a lot of podcasts that I watch have segments and stuff. Like I watched the oh well, I listen to the Weekly Planet, and they have their letters segment. Uh, they have their Star Wars segment and all of that. They have their news segment and whatnot. Uh, I I just like I just like thinking of names for podcast segments because it's been on my mind for a while to do a podcast. Again, I don't know how this is gonna go in regards to people actually listening and thinking I'm <laughs> funny or good or whatever. But I hope that this I I hope to do this at least once a week and maybe get a following. I don't know. Uh, on the bright side is they people send in nice like segments uh, from the news so bright happy things that have happened during the week because god damn the world is a depressing place <laughs> and I would like some good news maybe once in a while on this podcast if people send in stories um, I'll link all my social medias and stuff I don't have many trust me I have Twitter and Facebook, and my Facebook is my personal Facebook, so I won't be giving that out, and I'll just be giving out my Twitter. So basically, just follow me on Twitter. I have YouTube channels. This is probably where you're listening to this, or on a podcasting app. But I have very little love for social media, because it just, it, yeah, my God, the, I don't understand social media i'm a i'm a person who likes to know where i stand with people so if i'm a friend of yours on social media then i would like to talk to you um on social media and in person but not a lot of people want to talk to you on social media as as you'd know uh, but I, I just, it, it always saddens me, because, not because I, I basically don't follow any of the people, I basically recently went through all my Facebook friends and deleted them, I don't follow any friends on Twitter, I don't have Snapchat, I do have Instagram, because it's technically linked to my Facebook, but again, I never follow any people I know in real life. I follow celebrities and YouTubers, and that's about it, and social media people. And I don't really care too much about, not that I don't care about other people's lives, but it always seems boasty, and you always feel saddened when you're not with people in real life. And I'd rather use social media as a means to arrange meetups and stuff rather than have a fully-fledged conversation on social media. Because I'm terrible <laughs> at social media, uh, texting and tweeting. I have a very dry sense of uh, sarcasm and, like, I have a very dry personality. My favorite comedy stuff is dark humor and satire and sarcasm 
and you can probably tell by my monotone voice that I have a very not dry personality. I'm quite bu- I'm quite an intro. <laughs> I don't. I, fucking hell! I don't want to boast, but I don't have the worst personality in the world. I find that I have an all right personality. Um. Again, people may disagree. <laughs> I might be a twat, but I don't. It's very hard to convey my personality through social media because you can't text sarcasm in a way that other people can convey it very easily. And I don't use emojis. I don't. I don't make it easy for myself. Essentially, I may. I. I just type. I can't. I'm dyslexic, so I can't spell things properly. And I know social media. You don't need to spell properly. But I don't use any of the shortened slang. So I don't use lol. I don't use smh. I didn't know what smh meant for years. I, it's only because people started sending it to me more and more, and I was just like, what the fuck does smh mean? I know it means shaking my head now, but I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what I don't. I still don't know what half of the social media like slang is and every time someone sends it to me i have to look it up on the internet like an old man and it dep- it just annoys me because like i can imply it from context when i've read it over and over again but a lot of the time i don't know what it means <laughs> and it's it i don't seek it out i think when someone sent me uh ages ago some the first time i encountered it i had to message my friend going what does this mean why are they sending me these letters in this order and they were like it means this and it was a good thing that they had sent me those letters but i didn't know it was a good thing and i thought it was a bad thing and that they were bored so i basically didn't do anything until after and i fixed it but i didn't fix it and then so on and so forth but yeah i didn't know what the letters meant because <laughs> i'm a dumbass but i don't i don't try and do social media like i don't follow i follow celebrities because i like knowing what they're up to and i like following their lives and i i, I don't i don't interact with anyone on so- social medias like i don't interact with I don't do the interacting thing. I don't post to celebrities and uh, social media's uh, influencers because I don't think they're going to acknowledge me and I don't see the point of throwing my opinion into the void even though I know everyone else has thrown their opinion into the void. But someone else has probably thrown the same opinion into the void and not had that message received or has had that message received. So the point is mute unless i think of something a hundred percent unique to say i won't say it because i don't like the whole repeat the same question to a celebrity over and over again because they've heard it a billion times and you're just kind of irritating them a little bit i mean i i'm sure they're fine with it and and I probably would deal with it okay, because it's like, oh, what's your age? What's your f- skin color? What's your eye color? What's your hair color? Why? <laughs> what's your security code? What's your PIN for your phone? 9416. 
that's not my code by the way you will never get my code for my thing <laughs> um but yeah like a hundred percent if people like me on social media i will respond and i will answer the questions and i will i i think it, the way that i do it is if someone posted the same question to me i would probably link them a video that i've already done or a segment that i've already done but i hope i'd hope i know people miss it and people think that it it's an interactive connection that they have with the person who they're messaging like the celebrity i'm not talking about friends friends is different but if you're doing a social media influencer and a celebrity, it's a different relationship. Because you don't know the person in real life. And they don't know you. Uh, like, you could, they could be putting on an entirely different persona to who they are. One of the things I wanted to do with this is just basically give you the raw, unedited version of me. Because a lot of the time when you meet someone in real life, you go... Oh, you're slightly different. Whereas I hope if I ever meet anyone who listens to this, they'll go, Oh, you're exactly the same way as you are on the internet podcast that I listen to you on. And I'll go, Yep, I am still the shy introvert. Not shy. I'm not shy. I'm introverted. I just, I don't do social interactions well uh, they drain me a lot because I'm so focused on trying to keep everyone happy and I I focus so much on not annoying the person again one of the reasons I have a very small social group and I deleted a load of people on Facebook that I don't actually like well I, d I do like a lot of them but I just don't talk to them i think my rule was if i haven't spoken to them in the last month i wasn't going to keep them as a friend on facebook because a month is a long enough time for you to have interacted with someone that you want to see and if you don't do that then why are you still like i have no ill will towards any of the people that i unfriended it's just i don't talk to you and it was a i feel social media to me at least i don't like seeing a fake number of who i consider friends because i don't consider you i consider you an acquaintance or someone that i know and it sounds harsh but for me i don't want to have a situation where I don't know where I stand with you. Because my best friend, I've known him for about 12 years. And I know where I stand with my best friend. <laughs> I know the relationship. I know I can go to my best friend for anything in the world. And it won't matter what it is. We will have a conversation about it. But I can't do that with a lot of people. Uh, and that annoys me. Because I don't like having to be in a situation where I don't know where I stand with people. 
and when you're talking to someone and you don't know what you can say and you're having to monitor the words that you say so that you don't annoy them or you think you're annoying them and then you monitor it, it drains you. It really does drain you a lot. Uh, and I should stop saying uh and um and like, but you know what, fuck it, that's who I am. I am someone who has no coherent thought pattern whatsoever and will continue to do it and maybe get better at public speaking because <laughs> I have no real I, I don't talk a lot I go to work and I basically sit in silence for about nine hours listening to podcasts doing my work and the occasional conversation with the person who chats to me or people who chat to me at work when I do it and then I go home and then I basically catch up on <laughs> all of the uh, YouTube stuff that I missed and then occasionally talk to my friends but with people again social media is meant to bring you close together to people but then you just basically sit in your house and text them whereas I because ah oh, you can't you can't I just can't tell what the tone of the conversation is on a text because it's just words and I can imply this different meaning because you can imply a different meaning to anything. You can say, hey, what's up? Or, hey, what's up? You, there's two different meanings right there. One's bored and one's excited. And it's more just a normal thing. But when you've got it written down, you can't tell. And, ugh, just annoys me. I wish... Th the one thing that I find funny is the... Uh, thing that annoys me or has always been the way that I fought around it and then when I realized it in practicality is that stupid quotation mark thing that people do where they put the meaning behind the word but then I realized when I saw other people do that in terms of the weird weeb trashy no social interactions whatsoever that are sad men who think women are objects and are entitled to sex because they say a nice thing those sorts of people use it and i was like oh oh yeah this does not look good <laughs> when you do it in in a in that sort of context and that made me go yeah i'm never doing that because <laughs> it was just like i i was always under the assumption that it would make sense because you could then write what you were actually implying behind it and then when you see it in person you actually see it written down and the people who use it holy crap does that fucking turn you off real quick because some of the things i had some examples and i would have gotten them up if i'd actually thought i would be discussing this topic but i didn't because i didn't have anything written down for this podcast because this is the first one this one's just a train wreck hopefully i'll have a structure to the next one i really do um, hopefully I stop saying um as well, because I'm sure people are getting annoyed at me pointing it out and me doing it, so that will hopefully change the more I do these, but I also wanted to set myself a task to talk about my life a little bit more, uh, force myself to do something creative, 
because I have started so many projects. I've started a... I have three YouTube channels, one of which this podcast will be uploaded to, Frankenstein Network. Check it out, even though you're checking this out on something else, or you're probably checking it out already. But I have uh, Frankenstein Gaming, which is my ill-fated YouTube gaming channel that I realized I do not have the time anymore to put in. And when I started it, I had the time, but then I kept delaying it because I am a procrastinator. (laughs) And this is hopefully the project that I force myself to do at least once a week and can start to build followings of like-minded people or different-minded people. I am a hundred percent open to the idea of someone else's opinion i tend to normally sit on the fence of a lot of big political uh social commentary sort of stuff like i am a very relaxed person about things i really don't care enough about pop culture stuff or political stuff to have a strong opinion one way or the other a lot some stuff i do like, I will defend Iron Man 1 as the greatest Marvel movie of all time to the fucking ends of the earth. I don't care what you say about The Winter Soldier. I will fucking trash that movie. I don't hate it. But <laughs> I will destroy your movie if you try and say anything is better than Iron Man. But, again, I <laughs> I want I want this to be a community where anyone with any sort of voice can do it. Hang on. My mum's ringing me. I'm back. Um, but yeah, as I was saying, I just wanted um, this community to be pretty much open to other people's ideas. I want other people's input. I want this to be more or less just people who like movies, like pop culture stuff, like day-to-day things. I also want to talk about some business stuff, news stuff. If you have stuff, send it in. Just leave it in the comments. Uh, send it to my Twitter. That is, let me actually find out what my Twitter is. I think it's just Frankenstein Gaming. No, I think it's just Frankenstein, actually. At Frankenstein. Just at me at Frankenstein, basically. Uh, I will make it public because it is currently privatized because I didn't want a load of sex bots following me because that seemed to be all that was following me. For some odd reason, when you follow a celebrity on Twitter, you get all the spam bots that follow them. Anyway, I think that about wraps it up for today. It's approaching 55 minutes. Fucking hell. Um, so yeah, thank you for l- listening to Thoughts, Feelings, and Emotions. I hope you've had some enjoyment from this podcast uh i will stop doing that uh at some point in the future right that's me signing off peace out